The following is a reflection on the readings for Friday of the fifth week of Easter. The first reading is taken from Acts chapter 15, verses 22 to 31. The responsorial is Psalm 57, and the gospel is John chapter 15, verses 12 to 17. Today's short gospel is one of the most positive and life-affirming passages in the New Testament. There are several elements that stand out. First, Jesus says, You did not choose me, but I chose you. Let that sink in. God has chosen us, and since he does not operate piecemeal from moment to moment, being outside of time, that choice was made from all eternity. St. Paul elaborates on this astounding fact. Quote, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. He destined us in love to be his sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 8. The last verse quoted of St. Paul expands the choice to include the cost of God's own Son by the shedding of his blood. In other words, when we were chosen, the full knowledge of our future sins, dysfunctions, and enmity were taken into account, and yet we were included. Such is the nature of God's loving goodness that he wants to share it with us. Second, and even more amazing, is God choosing us not to be slaves, but his friends. In the ancient world, the designation, quote, friend of the king, was an honored title that put such a person in a privileged position of having access to the king in his intimate plans. Because there was trust, loyalty, and friendship between the friend and his king, what would otherwise be considered secret and classified was opened to the confidant for discussion. The friend could also expect favors from the king, especially if the friend was in need and the king would introduce his friend to other influential and trusted benefactors. Jesus says in today's gospel, I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. This is the culmination of various hints from as far back as the book of Genesis. For example, in Genesis chapter 6, God shared intimate plans for the coming flood with Noah. The reason? Noah, quote, walked with God, another way of saying they were intimate friends. This phrase was also said of Enoch, who, as a consequence, was taken up by God to be in his very presence. Abraham is also initiated into God's plans, this time with respect to Sodom. In Genesis chapter 18, we hear God say, quote, For I have known him another expression of intimate friendship. As a result, the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? David, whom God raised as king of Israel, 
and ancestor of the future Messiah, we hear the astounding phrase, This is a man after my own heart. Ultimately, God desires to share with us not just the plans he has made, but himself. Notice where all this takes place. In the upper room on Holy Thursday, the night before Jesus lays down his life for his friends. To ensure his gifts are continuously bestowed, Jesus institutes the Eucharist, which is himself sacramentally in the bread and wine changed by his ordained friends acting in the person of Christ into his body, blood, soul, and divinity at the holy sacrifice of the Mass. How much more gracious can our King be? Third, in answer to this last question, Jesus' generosity expands even so far as appointing us ambassadors to extend his kingdom. Quote, I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Jesus could have redeemed the world wholly on his own, but like a good friend, he exults in allowing us the privilege of collaborating as co-redeemers in the work of salvation and gives us what we need to accomplish the work. It begins in baptism, where we are made sharers in Christ's ministry of priest, prophet, and king with the authority of his grace. Priests to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Prophet to proclaim his word by our voice and actions, and king, to exercise command over our souls and leadership to those under our care. The result is stated by St. Peter in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, quote, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, that you may declare the wonderful deeds of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. End of quote. This missionary vocation of announcing God's good news to the whole world is a great favor by a generous king. Given the above, what does God require from us? Aided by his grace to keep the commandments and love one another as we have been loved by Jesus, that is, sacrificially. This is what God commanded of Peter after his miserable failure earlier in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus asks Peter, Do you love me? And uses the Greek word agape, which is love at its highest pitch, that is, willing to sacrifice for others without expecting anything in return. The Roman Empire converts to Christianity essentially because this standard of self-giving love was lived by the early church especially after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. May we respond wholeheartedly in the spirit of today's psalmist who says, Awake, my soul, awake, O harp and lyre, I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is as high as the heavens. Your faithfulness extends to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. I will praise you among the nations, O Lord.
Let us pray. Grant us, Lord, we pray, that being rightly conformed to the Paschal Mysteries, what we celebrate in joy may protect and save us with perpetual power. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen.